Welcome to AI Health Dose. I am your host, Mustafa Jafar. Join me for each episode as we detangle and distill the latest innovations in artificial intelligence and health. Hello, everyone. It's nice to speak with you again. It's been really cool to see the support of the podcast on the various different platforms. And for me in particular, it's really great to see such a geographically wide ranging listenership. Thanks for the downloads and the follows. A bit of trivia for you. I saw in particular that there were a few listeners from Ashburn in Virginia. I learned from my Googling that this is apparently home to one of the biggest tech data centers in the world. So if you, like me, have been living under a rock and are not aware of Ashburn, it's home to one of the largest tech data centers in the world, and about 70% of the world's internet traffic flows through Ashburn. It's such a pleasure to be able to expand my own learning through doing this podcast. So let's get into today's episode, gender bias. This is a very big topic, and it's currently being heavily researched. I was inspired by a lot of the posts in the last week that I saw on International Women's Day, and it set me thinking about the papers I'd read about this topic. This is certainly not going to be an exhaustive piece, but think of it more as an introduction that we will come back to in future moments of our ongoing discussions. The issue of gender bias in the use of artificial intelligence and healthcare is of paramount importance, not just because of fairness and equality, but simply put, this can be a matter of life and death. The background to this is that Medical research has traditionally focused on men, and the data and the treatment protocols have often been based on male patients. Women's health needs are often overlooked or misunderstood. Enter artificial intelligence. Whilst AI has the potential to revolutionize, it also has the potential to exacerbate healthcare inequalities and biases. Allowing gender bias to continue in the development and deployment of AI in healthcare risks perpetuating the neglect of women's health needs. It is absolutely critical to address this, not just because of ethics or morality, but the simple matter of equitable access to quality healthcare and the best possible outcomes. I'm going to discuss a bit further now about what causes AI gender bias, the steps being taken to research it, and ultimately how to address the issue of gender bias being potentially exacerbated by the use of AI in healthcare and there's some really fascinating work being done in this area. So let's look at the sources of health data. Medical research, since the early days, has not paid close attention to sex-specific biological differences. Clinical trials and other medical studies focused on male subjects. Reduced availability of big data in women means that, taken at face value, we are far less able to account for sex differences across all aspects of medicine which carries through to AI. So if the AI algorithm, in whatever sphere it's being used in, isn't appropriately calibrated, then there will be less clinically accurate output, which will fail to fully account for the sex-specific differences. Consider this example. An algorithm is trained on assessing biometric data to diagnose a heart attack. Your heart rate, heart rhythms, and so on are fed into this algorithm. Typically, more men than women have heart attacks, and therefore, most of the data that exists 
will be on men. Consider this example situation. An algorithm is trained on assessing biometric data to diagnose a heart attack. Your heart rate, heart rhythms, and so on. More men than women have heart attacks, and therefore most of the data that we have will be on men. The algorithm which is trained on this data set will more accurately detect the data associated with male heart attack patients and more inaccurately detect the data for female heart attack patients. Playing this example out can lead to missed or reduced diagnoses in females, delays in treatment, increasing the complications from this condition, increasing morbidity, and ultimately increasing the mortality. So this, over a long period of time, can create a significant gap if we start to create a greater reliance on these types of artificial intelligence systems. The current flourishing area in the public consciousness is ChatGPT and large language models, which we discussed in the last episode. We talked about how the AI is only as good as the information from which it learns. And so when we talk about gender bias, words, and natural language processing, we're talking about word associations of man with doctor, as opposed to woman with doctor. For obvious reasons, this is not how we would wish for modern society to progress. I'll tell you another way that bias could be introduced. In the training of these algorithms, typically they use supervised learning. Supervised learning means that the algorithm is trained to recognize patterns and make predictions based on labeled examples. Suppose you want to create a method to predict whether a patient is at risk of heart disease. We need a set of labeled examples of patients who either developed heart disease or not. To label the training data, doctors might be asked to review the medical records of these patients and give a label of their risk. So, with more experience, one may have found that more male patients have had heart disease and a subconscious, implicit bias may lead them to labeling males at a higher risk of heart disease, even if the female patients have, on paper, identical risk factors. As a result, in this example, this model may be less accurate in predicting heart disease in female patients, therefore leading to worse outcomes. So what can we do about this? How do we prevent unwanted bias? How do we even begin to consider equity and fairness? Well, this is a complex and ongoing area of research. We could start to consider it in the following ways. Statistical parity. If the proportions are roughly equal across all groups, it could be considered more fair. Equalized odds is another way. This describes the measurement of whether the model makes the same number of correct predictions for each group. Going back to the training data, we could ensure that we oversample or undersample data from groups to balance them out and therefore prevent overrepresentation. One interesting method is that of adversarial training. Essentially, this is an AI technique that works by making the original AI model more fair and accurate and helps it to recognize and subsequently correct the biases in the training data. Aside from the technical aspect, we ought to ensure that any labeling of training data is carried out by humans of diverse backgrounds to try to reduce as much implicit and unconscious bias that we possibly can. I'd like to note that these measures are not straightforward. Research and debate is ongoing to establish exactly what the most appropriate way of doing this is, 
taking into account also the different contexts of the research and the potential applications for AI. There are broader social and ethical implications for a model's prediction that go far beyond simply statistical fairness. When looking at providing precision medicine, which, in my view, has to surely be one of the goals of using AI techniques in healthcare, taking into account gender differences can lead to recommending more bespoke, tailored, and therefore more effective treatment options for the patient. It's positive that we're taking practical steps to address this as an AI community, and future work should also include healthcare data on transgender and non-binary groups, because if we're not alert, AI could drive healthcare inequality, rather than it be the panacea which a lot of us are expecting or at least hoping for. Like I said at the top of this episode, this is by no means exhaustive and I wanted to give it more as an overview or an introduction on this topic and raise some awareness. I hope you found it useful. Thanks for listening and if you enjoyed, please follow and I'd love it if you could share this episode with a friend. Let's keep the conversation going. Get in touch on Twitter or via email on aihealthdose at gmail.com. I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode and I wish you well.